Good morning and welcome back to our 10 minutes of meetings. So grateful to be back together to learn the words of the Ramchal, Moshe Chaim Lutzato and his Mesilas Yesharim, this magnificent magnum opus that is an instruction manual to be able to become a better and best version of ourselves. The Ramchal had a divine inspiration when he wrote this magnificent book that the Gura commentary would walk across Europe barefoot in order to meet the Ramchal, in order to study these precious and prescient words that can so inspire us and illuminate and enlighten us to be able to pursue this vision, this dream of who we can become. I want to thank our sponsors for this morning's class of 10 Minutes of Meaning, the Diamond, Ginsburg, and Newman, and Berman families to Mark, Today's completion of Shloshim for their beloved husband, father, son, brother, brother-in-law, and uncle, our beloved friend, Chaim Diamond, Allah Shalom. Chaim was an amazing person, a person of deep faith, a person who had a lot of vision, a person who applied himself and was growing regularly and inspiring us to do it as well. May his love of education inspire the others to learn in his merit. I want to thank uh, the sponsorship as we mark the Shloshim of our dear friend, our beloved Chaim Diamond. We have been making our way through Mesilas Hasharim, going through these different qualities one at a time, beginning with Zahiris, how to live a life of mindfulness, how to be present and cautious in all that we do. We then moved over to the life of Zrizus, alacrity, zeal, how to pursue goals and vision, how to identify what we want to be and how we're going to get there. We then moved over to Nikias, how can we identify Identify the kryptonite. What are the qualities within us that distract us, that compromise us, that knock us off course, and that prevent us from becoming who we're meant to be? We then moved over to the quality of precious. We can prove we can live with when we can live without. How can we ensure that we can transcend that appetite, that temptation, those desires to truly live without? We then move to the Midah of Tahara, to not only do pure things, but to do them for the pure reasons. Intent matters, to focus on why we do what we do, and to live with intent. And that brings us up to what we're up to now, which is the quality of Chasidus. We began before the summer, and it's where we pick up. Chasidus doesn't mean a furry hat, and long payas, and a long black coat. That's the new Chasidus as opposed to the more modern neo-Hasidus. Hasidus the Ramchal is writing the 16th century before the birth of the Hasidic movement. When he talks about Hasidus, and of course the Ramchal himself is working off of the formula of Rav Pinchas ben Ya'ir, back to the Gemara 2,000 years ago. Hasidus means piety. It means going above and beyond. It means going the extra mile. And the Ramchal we last left off says that the general populations think that piety goes hand in hand when a person is is a boor, when you're unsophisticated, when you're unintelligent. If you're intelligent, you could be involved in learning. You could be having sophisticated conversation. When do you pursue piety? When are you focused on being a pious person? When you're not smart. But the Ramchal says, what a mistake. It's the opposite. You know, you have to bring an attitude of lumdus, of learning, of intelligence, of sophistication when it comes to human quality, human behavior, when it comes to self-improvement. Remember, the Ramchal was writing many centuries ago, before there was a self-help genre, before there was a field of psychology that was really unpacking these ideas. Ideas. So he continues, and we continue. So we'll now explain this concept step by step. At the root, at the core of the quality of piety is what our rabbis say in the Talmud and Baruch David Zayin. It's a great song too. Praiseworthy, Ashrei, fortunate, blessed, praiseworthy is the person whose labor is in Torah. That's what we're occupied and preoccupied with. The Torah is what 
illuminates, enriches, informs, inspires our day. We're busy studying it and living it. And through that, through that, we please Hashem, we give Hashem a nachas ruach. This Gemara and Baruch is, by the way, we don't often think about it in that way. We think of mitzvahs as, check, I did the mitzvah, put on tefillin, check, lit candles, check, keep kosher, check. But the mitzvahs are not just about check marks. Any more than a child should say, clean my bed, check, did my homework, check. Imagine if you, nachas ruach liyotzro, a child, at any age, a child, a child at eight and a child at 18 and even a child at 80, if their parent is 100, gets a tremendous joy by giving nachas ruach, by giving a sense of pride, liyotro, to the one who created. And HaKadosh Baruch the Almighty designed us the same way, that we get tremendous joy, satisfaction, fulfillment when we know we're giving nachas to the one who created us, namely, to Hashem Yisbarach Himself. Nachas ruach liyotro. To stop and ask ourselves, what I'm about to do, does that give God nachas? Does God want me to do that? Does God want me to behave that way? Is that the right choice? Is that giving God nachas? The mitzvahs, the obligation, the 613 commandments, they're well known. We know what we have to do. And we know the level of responsibility and liability we carry. However, if we're in fact involved and engaged in a real, authentic relationship with God, today's year is dedicated in memory of Chaim. Chaim had an authentic relationship with God. He wrote letters to God. He spoke to God. He wrestled with God. He told God what he was happy with him about and what he was upset about. If a person has a real, genuine, raw, authentic relationship with Hashem, if we love God, if we feel He is our Creator, He's involved in our life, He sustains us. So you're not going to take the easy way out and you're not going to get by with the bare minimum. If one really loves God, then there is no such thing as it's good enough. Picture a marriage. You don't have to picture a marriage. Sadly, we know of such marriages. Maybe someone's stuck in such a marriage where God forbid, God forbid, the parties don't have love and romance and energy and electricity. They're mailing it in. Uh, good enough. I bought you the card. I said the thing. I spent the bare minimum time. I showed you the least affection. I offered the fewest compliments. Good enough. Bare minimum. Mailed it in. What kind of marriage? What kind of relationship is that? So a person who looks at mitzvahs, a person who looks at the blueprint for our lives and says, God, good enough, mailing it in, bare minimum, bare minimum mezuzah, bare minimum dalad minim, bare minimum learning, bare minimum understanding of my davening, bare minimum time in shul, bare minimum time in the sitter, bare minimum in my Jewishness, in my Judaism. I'm mailing it, I'm getting away with the least that I could do. So that person that reflects everything about the attitude towards the relationship. Instead, the model, the paradigm, what we should be aspiring to is like a child who loves the father, the parent. If the father simply offers a hint, the father alludes to something he wants, something he craves. In a wonderful relationship, where a child admires and respects, wants to give pride to, wants to make the parent happy, if a parent simply alludes, barely references something they crave or they want, that child now relentlessly pursues it, tries to provide it, tries to acquire it, tries to get it. Even though the parent never explicitly said, can you get this? The parent never explicitly said, can you do this? The Half a measure, 
half a mention. But if the child is really in tune to the parent, if the child really wants to give nachas to the parent, if the child truly is invested in that relationship, and the child gets tremendous satisfaction by knowing the parent has pride in them, then all the parent has to do is say something in passing. The child is in a store and sees something they know the parent will appreciate. Parent never asked, buy it anyway. Child runs to do a chore that the parent will so appreciate was done for them. Without being asked, Lasos Gamas Hashelo Amalab affairs to do even the things that they were not explicitly asked. Because a person can say to themselves, Because doing it will give God such nachas, such nachas. That's the way we were designed. When we get a Yashikoach, when we get a job well done by our employer, by our parent, by our creator, that job well done, that what a boy gives us tremendous satisfaction. You know, Chapman has his five love languages. Not everyone's designed exactly the same, but all of us have within us at least something that for some is even greater than a financial reward. For some is greater than acts of service. For some is greater than time. For some is greater than some of the other love languages. But when someone we admire, look up to, in some way is a superior to us to whom we report, when that person, we've given them nachas, it feels great. Oh, what a boy. Oh, what a girl from a mother, from a father, from, a, from a, a mentor, from a teacher, from a community leader, from God himself, from our spouse, someone we admire and look up to. That means something. We try to give nachas ruach. That, that means something. We don't have to wait to be asked. If we wait to be asked, we're responding to the command. It doesn't have the same value, richness, as if when we volunteer it ourselves, because we know it will bring you joy. Wow, you're going to come home to find out? I did the dishes. You're going to discover, because you're going to get in the mail, a package from Amazon, because I saw something and I knew you'd love it. Because you once mentioned to me that you always wish you had, I got it done and let you have it. That shows the relationship, the investment, the care, the concern. So that is this quality of chassidus will continue on Wednesday mornings over the next uh, few weeks and months to unpack this midah of chassidus. Chassidus is piety. Piety doesn't mean, you know, walk around and pious and pious. Piety means to go above and beyond, to not mail it in, to not do the bare minimum, but to really be invested and to show God that we care. Thank you for the sponsorship and memory of our dear friend Chaim Diamond. All of us, Shalom. If you'd like to sponsor a future class of uh, 10 Minutes of Meaning, go to brsonline.org slash donate, brsonline.org slash donate. We've simplified it. One stop, one website. Choose the date, choose the language, make the payment. All simple and easy. Thank you for your partnership and support in spreading Torah. Stay tuned, 845 Living with Amuna. Until next time, stay happy, stay healthy, and stay holy.